Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Unstoppable Woman podcast. I'm Amira Alvarez. I am the founder and CEO of the Unstoppable Woman, and I am so happy that you are joining us today. If you are a loyal listener, thank you for subscribing and listening and coming back again and again. And if you're new to us, thank you for checking us out. I hope you subscribe. Okay, today is part two of our series on the female entrepreneur's method for rapidly scaling your business. Today, we are deep diving into beliefs and what you need to know to frame that conversation with yourself so that you start creating beliefs that help you scale versus keeping you small and stuck. Okay, with that, listen in and learn. So now we have three sections with the beliefs as well, okay? The first thing that you need to know is that is, is how your beliefs work, okay? Your beliefs have to do with your identity, otherwise known as self-image. So that's the first thing that you need to know is that your beliefs are based on your identity otherwise known as how you see yourself, your self-image. Your self-image was created when you were very young, under roughly the age of seven, okay? And this is, this is um, how you see yourself and it lives in your subconscious mind, okay? It lives in your subconscious mind. We have a conscious mind and we have a subconscious mind. And I'm actually going to draw you a little picture of this too, okay? So if you imagine this being your conscious mind and this being your subconscious mind, your beliefs about yourself, others, and the world live in your subconscious mind. Your beliefs about yourself are your self-image or your identity, but all your beliefs together are the program your subconscious program. And it runs always, all the time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It's, it's what is in your subconscious mind and it's a program and it's running until you change it, okay? So your, your identity is, I am someone who is, let's say, loyal to their family. Now, this is a very important aspect of, of being in a family. Most people would love to say about themselves, I love my family, I'm loyal to my family, all of that. But what if your idea of how to be loyal to your family means putting yourself last, not having boundaries on your time, not being able to do anything that you have to jump for your family instead of saying, I, I will get back to you uh, on the weekend or I will get back to you tonight or we can talk about that later, right? What if it's like you have completely porous boundaries, okay? And you're totally reactive. Well, then you're never gonna work on your business. You're always gonna be like driving your kids, you know, to school and, you know, dropping off their, their homework when they forget it. Or when your mom calls and you love your mom, you know, and it's not an emergency, you're jumping to answer the phone instead of making, a sales call or doing the business development or talking to a client, right? 
Or what if this is about how you show up with your clients? This used to be for me for work. Sure. Right. I had a self image that I was not worthy of my own time. I needed to put everyone else first. This was definitely how my mother raised me. I love my mother. I think my mother's amazing. Okay. It's not, it's not about lack of love, but I learned to jump, be very reactive to her needs. And so when I was first starting my business, my clients would ask me something via email. And I was in the middle of doing some business development thing. And I would drop everything and and go execute on the client thing. Like they needed something in 10 minutes. This is insane. Your clients do not need anything in 10 minutes. And if they do, you need to restructure how you run your business. Okay. Um, I don't care if you're a lawyer, a real estate agent. I have a lot of real estate agents who are like, but I'm in a, like, this is the industry I'm in. There's a different way you train your clients. Okay. And now I have clients who freaking get extraordinary results, but they don't get like that reactivity. Okay. Now I have private clients who send me a text. And if I'm not in a meeting or doing something else and I see their text, I'm going to respond to it because that's our agreement. But they also know that sometimes I'm in all day meetings. Okay. And this, this is okay guys. But before my self-image did not allow me to show up that way, I had to change my self-image, which we're going to talk about in a moment, but here's the thing. Everything comes in from the outside world. These are events. These are circumstances. Okay. These are people. Everything's outside and it's coming inside. Okay. And you think I'm evaluating these things through my conscious mind, how I consciously think. But the truth is your subconscious mind tells your conscious mind what to think about all these things. So you consciously think, oh my goodness, I'm making a conscious decision here, but you're not. It's based on your subconscious beliefs, the program that's running. Okay. So your subconscious mind tells your conscious mind what to think about everything that you are experiencing that is outside of you. It also tells you what to think about your internal ideas and thoughts. You have a running dialogue in your mind and your subconscious is telling you what to think about that whole dialogue as well. And then what happens as a result of that? Your conscious mind is is something that, uh, your conscious mind has the ability to make decisions. And it's gonna make a decision about everything And then that's going to reinforce what you believe. Okay. So it's very important that you understand that you have this identity, the self image, this belief about yourself that is causing you to make decisions about everything in your life, what to invest in, how to spend your time, who to hire, who, who you can trust, who you can't trust. Okay. And this is something, again, I'm just going to keep saying this is something I go into in extraordinary detail at the summit. And it's what's stopping you from scaling your business. I want to connect the dots here, guys. Okay. If you think, let's say you want to do some marketing initiative. Okay. And you think everyone rips you off. Okay. That's it. Like people are untrustworthy. I don't make good decisions. People rip me off. 
the, those are like the belief structures that you hold in your subconscious. Someone could have the best service to help you scale, okay? To do your marketing initiative or to grow your business or whatever it is. And you're gonna perceive it as a ripoff and not say yes to it. What is the result of that law of cause and effect? What is the result of that? You stay at the same level because you don't know how to invest, okay? You, you are driven by fear. Some people call them limiting beliefs, okay? You're driven by your old belief structure that is not the belief structure that you need. I, I call the right beliefs. This is I'm giving a little bit of a value judgment here, but I don't mean it like as you're wrong. I mean that there are accurate ways of thinking that will give you the results that you want in business. And there are inaccurate ways of thinking that will give you the results you don't want in business. Okay. And these are based on your identity and self-image and the beliefs that you hold in your subconscious mind and are the program that is driving how you think about everything. So it, it affects how you spend your time, how you spend your money. Those are the two biggest resources that we have in life. Okay. And both of them are critical to scaling in your business. If you don't know how to make good decisions about your time or you're scattered all over the place or you're not focused. Okay. Because your, your beliefs about life, yourself, others, and the world tell you to make an inaccurate decision. You're screwed. Now giving is the first law of receiving. So giving is not in and of itself a, a, a bad thing, okay? You're always gonna give more than you receive. But if you have an attitude that I never get ahead, okay? That's the belief, like that you're not worthy of being more, of having more, of receiving more, of raising that set point of revenue, then, this becomes a really dangerous way of thinking, okay? But if you think I give and I receive more and more, right? Giving is the first law of receiving. If you think that, the, the, that you're worthy of receiving when you give, you will start making so much more. Worth is such a big thing, okay? Okay, so I wanna show you one other thing about your subconscious mind and draw you a picture of this thermostat. Okay, this is again, something that we're just touching on briefly here. So let's say you're here and you've made uh, 100K. You could make this 10K, you could make it whatever it is, but I'm gonna say 100K and you wanna get to a million this year, okay? Doesn't have to be your goal, but that's a nice, these are easy numbers to work with, okay? So you start going towards that million. Things are going well. I've taught you how to do sales. I've taught you how to price your offerings. I've taught you how to, to break through some of the, the belief things and you're in action, okay? But you haven't changed your self-image yet and your self-image is here. And this is like a bullseye, okay? And just like a thermostat that's set to 70 degrees if it gets too warm in the, the house, like you've been baking cookies or making a roast, it's going to turn on the AC and bring the temperature back to 70 degrees. If you open the door and it's negative 10 out, 
right? I used to live in Wisconsin and it used to get to negative 10, negative 20. It was really freaking cold sometimes. Um, and you let all the cold air in, it's gonna kick in the heater and bring it back up to 70 degrees. That's what the thermostat is set at. That's your set point. You have an internal thermostat as well. There's an upper limit and a lower limit to this. As you start moving forward and start getting into action, you hit this upper limit and you start going back down. This looks like chaos in your life. Uh, someone on your team leaves, you don't know how you stop making outbound sales calls, you um, don't know how to drive that marketing initiative, you, get your, you take your eye off of the ball somehow, your mother gets sick, but it could be any number of things. So you come back to the set level, okay? And then what happens is generally speaking, you'll hit a bottom level, okay? And you're like, oh my God, my cash flow sucks. I need to get into action. And you'll keep going up and down and eventually land here, okay? So you'll do this and land in the same place as basically where you started. Sometimes you'll do this and you'll get just a smidge higher, okay? But you want to go here instead. You have to break through this upper limit. And to do that, you need to change your self-image. You need to change your thermostat to being a woman who thinks like a million dollar business owner, who sees herself as a million dollar business owner or a $2 million business owner or a $10 million business owner or a $20 million business owner, okay? And if you haven't, you know, if these numbers freak you out, put your own numbers in here, okay? Like put 50K here and 250 here, okay? Like don't freak out if my, the, the example numbers that I'm using don't suit you. It's the same concept, okay? You have to break through and change your self-image. This is a really important piece. And then how do we change that? Well, there's two ways to change that. One is repetition and the other is action. We're gonna talk about both, okay? So, this is how you reprogram your thinking, your beliefs. You have to understand who you need to be, the identity or self-image of the woman who makes the money at the level that you want to make it at. And you have to change your beliefs about who you are and put that on repeat. Okay. And it takes action. Okay. So this is how you prove to yourself that you are not going to die when you do it differently. Because quite frankly, your subconscious mind thinks that anything that you have not done yet is cause for concern that you might die. Hates change, okay? Change equals death to the subconscious mind. It thinks 
that if you haven't done something and survived it yet, you might die. Very binary, very black and white. This is our brainstem, our very core part, okay? And so if, if you stay stuck in this cycle, you're, gonna, you're never gonna change. You have to take new action. Does that make sense? New action, okay? Oh, I'm forgetting to do my filling in with the colors. Okay, hold on guys. This is a matter of, I wanna just add a point here. This is a matter of raising your self-worth. And I wanna give an example of how I did that with myself in the beginning. Okay, so when I was beginning, I had to really look at who I wanted to be, right? That image of who I wanted to be and really recognize the, the distance between how I was being right now and who I really wanted to be and to close the gap on time on that. And in order to do that, I needed to see the, I had, had to have a really clear image of who I needed to be. And I needed to take new action in the face of that. Okay. In the face of feeling like I was unworthy of that. And for me, that meant doing things like getting my nails done and, and paying for a nicer manicure. That meant that I had to get my you know, hair done and, and invest in myself in all sorts of different ways, okay? And it required that I change the story about who I was being. And that was really incredibly hard for me, but I just wanna share some photos that I think are, can demonstrate the difference here. So this was me when, I started this business, okay? This was, you know, fine looking woman, but not the woman you see on the screen right now. Does that make sense? Okay. And then this was in early 2016, a little bit trying to pull myself together a little bit more. This was late 2016. I started to really up level. This was me doing my first professional, well, all of these are professional photo shoots. This was a professional photo shoot. This was, I actually hired a friend who was a, a good photographer, but this one was not like a, a paid thing. This one was paid and I bought new clothes. I got my hair done. I, I had someone do my makeup. I really invested. That was challenging for me. That was like an edge for me. Like I didn't know that I was worth that. But when I saw the photos, I was like, oh, that's worth it. And then 2017, these, these were... Um, this is sort of the next level. You can see there's an evolution here. Okay. I was, I was, I kept stepping into this idea of who I was becoming and I'd gained a little bit of weight. This is 2018. You can see beyond just the hair and the makeup, I have a higher level of confidence here. And then look at this one. This is mid 2018. It started to really, the momentum started to really take off. And I ended up in 2018, letting go of a bunch of weight. It was around 25, 30 pounds. I went from couch potato to finishing a marathon. Now I was, I ran walk that marathon, but I finished that marathon. Okay. And the weekend before, or three weekends before, because you're supposed to pace yourself, I finished 23 miles. And this, the weekend of the marathon, I, in like mile 10, my knees went out. So, but I finished, I was the last one to finish but I freaking finished because I'm freaking unstoppable. And I knew how to manage my mindset, even though I really was in a huge amount of pain 
I, I figured out how to get through without injury. So that was exciting. So I was really proud of that. And then this is late 2018, next level, right? This was a, a big photo shoot that we did. And then this was 2019, 2020 last year. And then look at this. This is the 2013 picture and the 2020 picture. This is the same shirt, guys. This is the same shirt, but I'm a different human being. Yes, the one on the right, I had my hair and makeup done, okay? But you can tell that I own myself at a totally different level, okay? This is huge, okay? So part of really growing your business is growing who you're being. And like I started at the beginning, it's this combination of both increasing your income and increasing your life, okay? And you need both. And you need to step forward into owning who you are in this world. That's such a huge part of making more money in business. And most people don't integrate those two things. And there, there's, there's this key component that I want to share with you called the law of compensation. The law of compensation says you'll be compensated according to the need for what you do, your ability to do it, and the difficulty in replacing you. The need for what you do is the problem that you solve. Is what you do a big enough problem that people will pay, pay you for it, okay? Now, it's not always a ginormous problem, right? Q-tips are a great example. Johnson & Johnson makes a ton of money on Q-tips, but that's because there are a lot of people who have this very small problem. So it's a big problem to solve because of the amount of people, okay? But think about like brain surgery. That's a big problem for someone, okay? They're going to pay anything that they can to get that problem solved, okay? Law of compensation says you get compensated according to the need for what you do. Is what you're doing, is the business you're in solving a big enough problem? This is one of the things that we look at when we look at your business plan, okay? What's your ability to do it? My ability to get results for my clients has gone up extraordinarily exponentially over the years that I've been in business. I've bettered my best. This is one of the things that I, I teach. Always increase your ability to do what you're doing. Invest in yourself. Okay. This doesn't mean that you have to go back and get five gazillion certificates before you start. That is not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about what you actually do in your business, your sales, your marketing, your client delivery. Okay. Are you doing it at a higher level every single day? I hold myself to higher and higher standards. Now, people freak out when I say hold yourself to a higher standard because they start going into like, um, I'm not good enough thinking. But that's not what I mean. I mean, like, don't let yourself off the hook. Understand that if you want to increase your income, you've got to actually increase your deliverables what you're delivering. And that does not mean that you have to put more hours in, but you got to get better at what you do. Okay. You got to get better at what you do as quickly as you possibly can. And then the third piece is that you have to be difficult to replace. That woman in that first picture, I love this woman. Don't get me wrong. Okay. 
but she was easy to replace. Dime a dozen, okay? Not, not owning herself, was not super confident, okay? Was not impressing upon the world that she could help them solve their problems, okay? But this woman, she's unique. She owns herself. And you don't have to look like me. That is not what I'm saying here. But you have to own yourself, your uniqueness, your full self-expression. This needs to come out in your marketing. This needs to come out in your sales conversations. This needs to come out with how you show up in the world, your proposals, all of that. You have to put yourself at that level of the woman you know yourself to be, but you haven't start li- started to live yet, okay? And you have to hold yourself accountable to her and grow yourself to be her, which probably means that you need to start investing in yourself at a higher level, start using your time in a different way and showing up differently in how you, you treat yourself.